0: East High.
1: Hello East High.
0: It's Wildcat Minute where we talk about High School Musical 2 one minute at a time. I'm Condra.
1: And I'm Tyler.
0: And today we're here to talk about Minute 80 of High School Musical 2. Minute 80 starts out with Fulton continuing to say to Sharpay that so sometimes we have to perform tasks however unpleasant. (laughs) Welcome to corporate America. (laughs) And ends with Chad looking to Taylor in shock Or disbelief maybe
1: Awe upset, wonder, Confusion
0: like, all of Let's the just above- list
1: some emotions <laughs> he's,
0: he's upset I would say
1: Yeah there's definitely It's confusing and Unexpected To yeah. say the least I wanted to come up with a, a clever word that Showed my expansive vocabulary but Could not find it Alas <laughs> uh, so, so we we exalted extolled what's again fancy words we enjoyed the performance from fulton in the previous minute of him kind of going over the top and saying like i'm saying these words because they're what i'm supposed to say but i don't really believe them yeah i, I want the talent try to happen but i'm saying the business uptight thing that sharpay wants me to
0: yeah gritted teeth is definitely definitely a parent <laughs> and he, he, i just love how he has sad empty pockets <laughs> he like concludes his his long spiel about how harsh and brutal corporate america is by saying he has sad empty pockets that his paycheck desperately needs to hit
1: well he never said he never specifically said that he was talking about himself
0: um
1: but it comes through yeah yeah <laughs> yes and the thing that i like in this minute is that taylor picks up on the cues that he is dropping yeah and says can i get you some tea
0: Uh, yeah yeah and how about a cup up basically
1: normally in a movie like this like that that like that communication wouldn't like wouldn't make it through like the communication the emotional breakdown honesty, as it were the, the emotional honesty would not have happened in a way especially between like an adult and a child like Definitely.
0: this yeah um, but Taylor has always been more than just another student at East High
1: yeah well especially where the adult is kind of the one going through something and the child has to be like hey man are you okay
0: yeah that never comes out well usually on Disney <laughs> we'll just go there but Taylor doesn't not react though she does this very cool thing where she's like let me get you some tea sir um, but then she <laughs> when he sits down in the golf cart next to him she like is allows her face to change and she gives this kind of like snarl frustrated look that's like Rrr.
1: what is it like Rrr. oh okay thank you And I also Fulton's reply, because he's just gotten to the end of his rant, but he's still not like emotionally reset. So she asks him if he wants tea and he says, yes, chamomile would be lovely.
0: I know, which is (laughs) great. (laughs) Again, Mark L. Taylor killing it. It just and chamomile also being specifically associated with calming like chamomile tea is supposed to be a calming tea.
1: Yeah, plus it's what camels eat. No. I mean, camels, they make a whole meal out of it. That's why it's called that. No. <laughs> Camel meal, just, just so everyone picks up on it. So yeah. we yeah. cut to.
0: We could call it the, chamomile. The kitchen. <laughs> Be British. Chamomile.
1: <laughs> uh, we cut to the kitchen.
0: And Kelsey is spinning some plates.
1: That's what I said. spinning the plates as if they're records on like a a dj DJ turntable yeah and Um,
0: everyone is chanting go martha
1: (laughs) because martha's martha's busting a move she's cutting the rug
0: none of them are working except one guy who's (laughs) carrying a basket from one side of a counter to another
1: i think they're just taking like a 30 second like refresh energizer break like We've been working, but it's been an hour. Okay, quick, 10 seconds. Like, everybody just, like, just re-energize ourselves.
0: Random dancing.
1: (laughs) Yes, another iCarly reference.
0: But it's like, where are the adults? All we see are teens right now, like, working... Where's
1: Chef Mike?
0: Where's Chef Mike?
1: (laughs) Oh, yes, because the teenagers, the teenagers run the kitchen, and Taylor is the one who's in charge, or Fulton, and... Taylor's the one walking in right now saying, hey, I need to make an announcement. And so they stop. Like,
0: It's good it's not Fulton, though, because he would have thrown a fit.
1: <laughs> he'd be giving out infractions.
0: Left and right. Kelsey gets uh, an infraction. Chad gets uh, an infraction.
1: I mean, the the thing we I think we are meant to assume about the East High Wildcats is they have fun and they get their work done. Like, whoa. If we were meant to assume that they didn't have a good work ethic, like this would be a different movie. Like definitely. they're not lazy.
0: Yeah. No, that's definitely true. We definitely understand that they are very good at their jobs and still still do other things.
1: So when Taylor does come in and says, hey, I need to make an announcement, it takes her a couple reminders to get everyone's attention because they were having fun. She should have she just done the good old uh, clap once if you can hear me.
0: Oh, I clap love that. twice if you can hear me. raise your hand if you can hear me <laughs>
1: um, stuff like that um I had a i had a supervisor once who like at a teaching job who said if you can clap hear me once and <laughs> no one ever knew what to say but it was like a good dad joke <laughs> <laughs> and I like I liked it
0: i I also that's real good
1: I have a similar joke which is completely ineffectual but just fun where um it's just you know, it's the beginning of class, and you say, "Okay, raise your hand if you're not here."
0: Mm, classic and classic gold like, joke.
1: The couple students who were like, "I'm clever, I'm not here," they raise their hands. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> Taylor says, "Well, she starts reading off the flyer." Actually, she doesn't even cut to the chase. Yeah, she says, "No junior staff will be out oh, permitted to perform in the show because you all we'll need work. to be working."
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's all all junior staff will be working during the performance. No staff will be participating. These Except are Fulton, Troy. These are Fulton's well.
1: Oh, is that a is that a snag that we're gonna get? Oh, oh, maybe. Oh.
0: But okay. everyone everyone makes some remarks of like, oh, this is this is so unfair. It's and so Taylor unfair. concludes with these are Fulton's orders. And Chad is like, yeah this is yeah this is Fulton all right and Kelsey's like unless Fulton is blonde and wears designer flip-flops again with the (laughs) designer flip-flops what is this
1: um yeah it's interesting that we've gotten this character turn from Fulton where he's like almost sympathetic now
0: yeah like
1: because before he was just like he was honestly just like very straightforward willing to do whatever Sharpay told him and now like even he's pushing back which I guess is an like that's always like an interesting thing where like the bad guy starts to lose their their grip on even like their closest henchmen. Yeah, but also like that that was unexpected from Fulton, who was like a, a very one note character for most of the movie, and now he's had a little bit of a turn.
0: Yeah, it's it's nice that he he's not just the hard like as much as he needs to be in charge. This interaction with Taylor. I think probably adjusted the way she gave the announcement instead of coming in and being like can you guys believe what Fulton just did it's very much like let me read this thing and like y'all can read through the lines
1: yeah uh, yeah reading through the lines of like a, of a report or a mandate that's been handed down to you is I, f- I feel like all workers are familiar <laughs> with that yeah. concept of like oh no we're not allowed to call customers darling anymore <laughs> Mm. I wonder where that came from,
0: Janet. <laughs> um,
1: although that that that's not an unreasonable request, but no. you know, like some people, some people are called people "honey" and "darling" in a, in a way that's correct and affectionate, and some people do it in a way that's creepy. Um, yeah
0: it's just the same thing in school too you know there was this very specific rule is made because not, it's happened
1: you're not allowed to bring yo-yos to school anymore yeah it was, like knows the one kid who had the yo-yo who did something wrong with the yo-yo yeah. it was
0: tech decks and bay blades when i was a kid <laughs> and tech decks are back now and i had to buy some for my teens well they weren't brand tech decks anymore but like those mini skateboards are back and I had to like buy some and they have not gotten any better in quality.
1: Uh, yeah they were back like four to six months ago at my school
0: Did they get better? And then we
1: kind of moved on
0: I They're very much living in the same realm as like the popper things those um fidget poppers. Yeah 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 um, Any where... little toy
1: that a student can have at a desk Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's very interesting, though, that she points out junior staffers, like a like the adult staffers, like Chef Mike, could still perform.
1: Yeah, that was a weird distinction, because my question was like, okay, like, who was originally supposed to work while the talent show was going on? Because, like, wouldn't it just be the junior staff, and then, like, the other people would still get to work? Or wouldn't there be some sort of arrangement where, yeah, some people are going to be on stage and other people are going to be working, obviously?
0: Or, like, I think it's a similar sentiment to the staff baseball game where, like. But that was,
1: like, after the shift had ended. Like.
0: Yeah. But you still, like, it was still the middle of the day. And presumably there was something going on. So, like, the adult that maybe during the summertime don't have to serve as much just picked it up for that one afternoon kind of thing. And that would have been the case for this event.
1: I do like the image of Fulton in a blonde wig with designer flip-flops in, like, a Sharpay outfit.
0: Oh, my God. That would be so funny. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> she has him pretend to be her for something, and he just <laughs> has the falsetto and, like, the, t- the strut. Like, if he knows anything, it's that Sharpay strut.
1: Or or it's, like, a scene where, like, Fulton has to, like, teach someone how to act like Sharpay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like the bend and snap from legally blonde
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's a scene that's like a scene that comes up in comedy things like here's how to act like x character yeah do this and then you do talk like this
0: i mean you want to go classic like mulan like mushu teaching mulan how to walk into the camp (laughs) or even more classic my fair lady like the rain in spain falls mainly on the plane
1: yeah, I, I guess "My Fair Lady" is the is the proper reference. I was thinking about <laughs> I was thinking about Vertigo though, where like creepy Jimmy Stewart, I think in that movie, is like teaching the the woman how to act like the other woman who she looks like, but he doesn't realize it's just the same person. Weird stuff. It's, it's Vertigo, you know. It's a thing.
0: Yeah, I was also <laughs> thinking about she's the man. <gasps> Cause I always go back. When
1: aren't when aren't you thinking about these? The men?
0: <laughs> it's such a good movie. So Gabriella, n- no staff, no exceptions, and the blame starts flying towards Sharpay. And Gabriella is very upset by this, but she also seems a little determined. She she gets herself out of the room and says, "Excuse me," and and leaves.
1: Yeah, I was gonna comment on this idea of. Gabriella being like a main character of this movie, but not having had anything to do for like the last 20 minutes of the movie. Like, yeah, even in this scene where they're like getting a big announcement and she doesn't have any dialogue in this moment. She says, excuse me on her way out the door, which is whatever. And presumably she's going to do something. So hopefully we see what she goes to do. Hopefully she's confronting. I mean, she's probably confronting Troy for some reason that doesn't actually make sense. But um, she should be going to talk to Sharpay or something. Yeah. Or Ryan, at least.
0: Mm. Do you think she'd tear yeah. it where first she'd go see Ryan and Ryan would go with her to talk to Sharpay? Or maybe they go to Fulton first and then to Sharpay? <laughs>
1: you gotta make a battle plan, yeah. yeah.
0: I did want to comment, she's got this really cute dress on, but she's also got, like, capri leggings on that... Are not needed for the length of the dress, unless she's just cold, so she put on some pants. Like, yeah, but Gabriella, she's quirky. Dresses I know. M-
1: moderately in general, to modestly. Yeah, she's no sharpay.
0: No short skirts and high heels. She she's more um, t shirts and sneakers, as it were. <laughs> I heard that song the other day. It was on the playlist for before one of the shows I worked, and I was just like. I still don't like this song.
1: (laughs) You Belong With Me by Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's from an era of Taylor Swift that's very different than where we are now in the world.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) They also Um, played You Don't Know You're Beautiful by One Direction, which is another (laughs) song I have a lot of qualms with. So it was just like kind of back to back and I was just like, okay, I'm in a mood now. It's fine.
1: I like... I don't like the song, You Don't Know You're Beautiful, obviously, because <laughs> <'cause laughs> I'm me. Obvi- why would I like that song? But the, the I like the sitcom or, or the, the rom-com premise of, like, girl who wears glasses, like Takes The Princess gla- Diaries. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Takes off
0: glasses, suddenly gorgeous.
1: Yeah, yeah. I like that trope.
0: I Any- don't. It's really <laughs> annoying.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's annoying, but I don't genuinely like it, but I find it funny. <laughs>
0: oh, it's amusing.
1: <laughs> um, so, anything else? I mean, this is kind of plot stuff,
0: we're, weirdly we're, enough. We're moving along here. We're 80 <laughs> minutes in and we're getting some plot.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know where in the last movie we were we're starting to wrap up? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> because there was like ten minutes of climax in the last movie like longer, there was like fifteen minutes. Yeah. Because you had the songs at the at the talent, the, you had the bop callback. To the top. Both songs. You had two songs. Yeah. And then we're all in this together. Yep. Like it all builds up really well. And this movie, like
0: We're getting there.
1: <laughs> I don't, but like it's not gonna be like a like a three song climax like that because we have bed on it, which I know, but that's like the building up to the Climax song.
0: Yeah, and we also... You brought this up a few weeks ago. We haven't had a Gabriella song yet.
1: Yeah, and I don't even know if they're going to give her one.
0: All excellent questions that we will maybe someday get the answer
1: to. Okay.
0: Hold on, I'm just... So we still have 30... mm, It says 35 minutes left. I know watching... Disney Plus, it adds several minutes, so we have about so one fifty. So we still have a good, so we still have a good chunk of the movie left.
1: So yeah, it's longer it's than just, your
0: average decom.
1: It's weird to be eighty minutes into the movie where like
0: you don't know what's gonna almost happen nothing. Still.
1: Yeah, almost nothing <laughs> has happened, especially in a decom where you're like, I'm pretty sure I know what the beats are gonna be. We just haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, <laughs> this is crawling at a snail's pace.
0: But we get to co- talk about cute outfits, and a, <laughs> and another decom because I think it's time, Tyler.
1: Yeah, it's time for the decom of the week segment because uh, I certainly don't have anything else to say about this. I,
0: I'm trying to move us along because I don't either.
1: So for the decom of the week segment, um, this is not really a decom at all. That's okay. Is we o- talked
0: about Stephen King a couple weeks ago, so this it's is good. only <laughs>
1: tangentially related, but it's it's very Disney centric, and it's kind of this this branch of Disney that's like not the parks and not the oh. movies. It's kind of like this weird zone of Disney. Conner, Compre- do you know anything about the concept that is Disney sing along songs VHSs?
0: Yes, <laughs> those were my life. Tyler, for many years. Um, you probably don't remember because you were really young when I was having my wicked Disney VHS phase. But um, I do follow a YouTuber that re-released. He um, scanned and just just polished them up a little bit. A couple of those classic VHSs and um, put them on YouTube. So I yeah, get to relive so, them.
1: So Disney throughout the 90s and the early 2000s definitely had a thing of like releasing straight to straight to DVD movies that were sequels of VHSs other...
0: first but yes. Yeah.
1: Yes. Also just like making a bunch of things for home release during the peak of VHSs.
0: Yeah. They figured out the VHS market and really went hard. They they took their wonderful editing skills and just made gold <laughs> mines.
1: So Normally, what seems more related to the decom of the Week segment would be for us to talk about these sort of like straight to DVD sequels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's theoretically a world where we start talking about the plot to like Mulan 2 and yes! um, Cinderella 2 and stuff like that.
0: Cinderella 3 um, is better than Cinderella 2. We just have to I just have to note that twist in time where it's at. I have lots of feelings about this, Tyler.
1: But anyway, between... <gasps> 1986 and 1998, Disney was releasing a bunch of these VHS sing along compilation mm-hmm. videos, which were just like bouncing ball sing along videos. Yeah.
0: And actually, sometimes they created original, like they reshot songs with walk around characters or did them in the parks and that kind of stuff.
1: Sometimes they edited out the weird problematic things that were in the songs.
0: <laughs> yes, they did. They did that, too.
1: <laughs> so the first one was in 1986, and that was, I think, uh, like a, a going hard on Song of the South re-release.
0: Yep. yep. That was the last um, time. That was right around the last time that Song of the South was ever released in the United States. So
1: the first of the, the Disney sing-along songs, VHSs, was zippity doo Da, 1986, which was just a, a compilation of a bunch of Disney songs. And then, as the 80s and 90s continued, Disney re entered its 90s renaissance. And you got not just old songs that they were kind of digging up from the old movies and really like stretching to include but just like compilations of the songs that kids wanted to hear, like, like what we'd play on Radio Disney type yeah. thing. And yeah. so my thought was, because we do tend to make these things a game, um, I've got the uh, 1994 VHS release, a year chosen because of its special significance.
0: <laughs> Thanks.
1: And um, <laughs> I was wondering if you wanted to guess, the seven songs that were on the original release of this VHS after I give you what the title of it was.
0: Please. I would love nothing more than this because I know exactly what was out in the Disney Renaissance at that time because I'm a nerd.
1: All right. So the 1994, there were other ones that came out in 1994, but those were Camp Out at Walt Disney World mm-hmm. and Let's Go to the Circus, <gasps> which were like very random. Like Let's
0: Go to the Circus is wild.
1: Um. But this one is the is the much more straightforward yeah. Circle of Life. Yes. What were the seven songs on the Circle of Life sing-along songs, VHS Chandra?
0: So, Obvi, Circle of Life. Okay. I'm going to go, I think they would have closed with Hakuna Matata or like closed with Circle of Life. Like, Hakuna Matata is probably also there. So this is 1994. So we are also looking at Aladdin, Little Mermaid. What else would they have thrown on? This? So
1: for the listener at home, it's like it doesn't have to. It's not just a a, a soundtrack to The Lion King. No,
0: like, no, it's so a, they compilation. Were a compilation. There's a really iconic one that's of like villains singing and. Um, one of the first Maleficent costumes is in there, and it's really weird. Um, but I think that's a different one because that went I've, along with Fantasmic.
1: You know, I've scrolled through a whole bunch of these, and I don't even remember seeing like a villain-based one.
0: There's well, no, it was like a just the song was villain-based. Um, there would wouldn't have been a villain culture, like being <laughs> a pop thing, like like villain pop culture. Like how you get the people that are that like have the maleficent lounge fly backpacks and whatever, um, yeah. didn't like, I'm I'm gonna go out on a limb there and Hot Topic definitely helped that.
1: When did villain culture pop off? It sounds like, uh, like
0: two thousand six, two thousand seven. I want to say okay. Like when when Hot Topic went from emo like punk emo to pop culture. punk-esque
1: whatever what are the songs on circle of life vhs circle of
0: life Life, uh hakuna matata so that's two i want to say a sleeping beauty song but i'm like once upon a dream was definitely on a different one maybe like oh god what's the song from cinderella the bubble song whose name is evading me
1: bibbidi-bobbidi-boo no
0: night sing sweet nightingale um no that that wouldn't be it uh maybe a dream is your your a dream is a wish your heart makes we'll go there um that can be three song from Peter Pan because they love throwing Peter Pan in that so um, that they I'll, do um unfortunately um <laughs> so what the heck you can fly because um, I pulled a deep one from Cinderella
1: what the heck you can fly
0: <laughs> mm, yep yep.
1: Just guess four more songs and then I'll I tell know. you. I <laughs> know.
0: Um, why should I worry from Oliver and Company? Because I've got that actually on the break. does
1: show up on multiple. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, no, I know because they were so desperate to try and sell extra copies of Oliver and Company because that movie bombed. The bottle, the the bottle one from Rescuers at the beginning of Rescuers that makes me cry. Under the Sea, even though that's on a different one.
1: Um, <laughs> they they double down on they, some yeah, songs no, too. I know.
0: And I need one more. Um, once upon a dream, fine, I'll go with it from Sleeping Which Beauty. Which
1: ones? Once upon a oh, from Sleeping Beauty. Okay, yeah. so here's the track list, and I think you like went a little too hard on like digging up old ones. This one's like a very
0: is it a very ninth- Renaissance one? Th-
1: this one's very. This one's very much in the Renaissance. So you get the Circle of Life, and then Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Prince Ali from Aladdin. I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King.
0: Oh, I forgot about that one.
1: <laughs> Belle from Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. Everybody Wants to Be a Cat.
0: Nice. From The except Aristocats. Not, except not. I don't really like that song, but...
1: And then the last one on the original release was When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. Oh. Because they got to throw a classic. Got to throw so, a classic. So um, all of these... V- VHS videos were hosted by either Jiminy Cricket or mm-hmm. Donald Duck's uncle Scrooge v- Von Drake.
0: <gasps> Von Drake was not his uncle. He's in the he's in Duckburg. He's a scientist. He's not an uncle.
1: I'm looking at the Wikipedia page. He is the paternal uncle of Donald Duck. So put that in your pipe.
0: What? How is he the paternal uncle?
1: <laughs> and then a lot of them are also hosted by Professor Owl, mm. which is Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, Owl. No, okay. No, it, just...
0: it is, but it's like it's like weird Owl. It's like
1: an alternate version of the yeah. character.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So this one, Circle of Life, is hosted by Jiminy Cricket, and then also so. In the British release, they included instead of Everybody Wants to Be a Cat, following the leader from Peter Pan. Mm. And then on the DVD release from 2003, they added Hakuna Matata, which wasn't on the original one, as well as The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Ah, um, not in the and,
0: not really in the, in the movie, but yes, it's, commonly it's, it's associated from The with Lion it.
1: King's Timon and Pumbaa. Yeah. Also from The Lion King's Timon and Pumbaa is yummy, yummy, yummy. And then two songs from The Jungle Book 2, W.I.L.D. and Jungle Rhythm.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Oh, the So Jungle that was Book two. from 2003 when they were pushing yeah. the sequels and stuff. Yeah. So that was 1994's The Circle of Life, Disney's sing-along song, VHS. I don't know why. I just, like, I was thinking about, like, weird Disney, like, interstitials and yeah. straight-to-VHS straight to release stuff, and I... Went down a rabbit hole, and then I thought that this was a thing that we could yeah. talk about.
0: Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It definitely brought up some memories. I remember I wore out a few of those VHSs from how much <laughs> I watched them, so,
1: and, yeah. Yeah, and then I looked at the covers and of, like, the images, and I was like, yeah, I guess we probably had some of those back when we were kids.
0: Yeah, we had a few Muppet ones, too.
1: Yeah, and I definitely remember more of us listening to, like, the Muppet CDs and stuff mm-hmm. than the VHSs. But anyway... Maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a like a a Patreon special sing along songs.
0: Yeah, when we have a Patreon.
1: <laughs> I, I I pitched the idea twelve years of like, from now t- to some friends. I pitched the idea like, what if amateur nerds had a Patreon and we just offloaded the um, decom segment to be Patreon only?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's definitely why people are listening, Tyler. <laughs>
1: So anyway, that's it.
0: Well, thank you. That was a nice, nice little trip down memory lane. Also, I got to geek out a little bit. So always fun.
1: Yes, I, I, I welcome those moments of Conrad just explaining Disney things thoroughly.
0: If I don't live it all the time.
1: As long as they're not Avatar things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess until then, uh, people can find us on the Twitter at Amateur Nerds.
1: Or me personally, at Tyler Booty, T-Y-L-E-R-B-O-U-D-Y.
0: You can send us an email to AmateurNerdsPercent at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, let us know what your favorite Disney sing-along song is.
0: There are some really good ones.
1: Is it the Siamese Cat song? I hope it isn't.
0: Is it "Yoho <laughs> A Pirate's Life for Me? Because that one's real fun.
1: <laughs> is it Grim Grinning Ghosts?
0: Heck yeah. Special thanks to our artist Theo Golden at T Art on Instagram.
1: And our musician Joe Winslow, whom you can find at JoeWinslowMusic.com.
0: I have been Condra,
1: and I've been Tyler, and we'll see you next time to find out where Gabriella is going. You can bet on it.
0: Wow, bold, bold thought that we're gonna know where Gabriella is going. <laughs>